Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 191. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. I am doing good. I'm doing, uh, I'm well fed. I had... Yeah, I got your text about starting, and I wasn't sure, because sometimes your droids will send my iPhone messages in the past, and you're saying, like, your St. Patrick's Day feast. Yeah, so, um, you know, we we didn't have a real St. Patrick's Day this year because of what happened. Um, and I always said I wanted to have, you know, one later in the year when, you know, when COVID was over, right? Make good by on this it, time. Huh? Uh, but for now some that reason, COVID's that, over because of the election. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it happened. Uh, no, I saw in the uh, Ralph's ad like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, they had corned beef for sale, and I'm like, "What the fuck? That's strange." Maybe they they had a big batch they forgot about, but uh, I went and picked one up and uh, put it in the freezer, and then I bought a crock pot, and today was the day I decided to make it. Hot and dog. I I ate way too much of it, uh, but I'm feeling good now. Well, congratulations! It looked pretty uh pretty good. So you just chucked all that in the crock pot? Yeah, I mean the uh. Basically, half you got to do the half of the vegetables with it, and then half later because otherwise they get too like salty and soggy. But if you right. get some salty and soggy mixed with some not as like that, put it all together, it's good. Mm. Well, seeing as this is the food podcast, let's continue. I'm just kidding. So this is our sports podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button and share with a friend and check out our entertainment one as well. But we uh are kind of in the off season of near every sport minus one and we'll get into nfl but before we do let's talk a little uh nba which uh might be coming back sooner than some thought yeah i mean we've been covering this story it seems like every week but uh right now we don't know how long this off season is going to be the nba as an organization desperately wants to start december 22nd so they could have mostly a full season still get those christmas day games in and finish the season on time um, and they're saying this, the difference between doing this and not doing this is like billions of dollars. And they're trying to make the case to the players how much money you're going to lose. Um, so right now, the, really, the, the question is uh, what players are going to agree to this and which aren't that the uh, LeBron James types who, I mean, especially LeBron James, because he just stopped playing basketball like two weeks ago, wants a longer offseason. But if you're like, uh, you know, the ninth man and you're 23 years old, uh, you want as much money as you can get. You don't know what your career is going to be. You don't want to give away 20 games of the season. Yeah. It's selfish. Yeah. So like they were saying, like that's the point they got to make these players. Like here's what you're going to lose financially. Um, LeBron can take the hit. LeBron was um, like buying out something today. I saw, I forgot what it was. He just dropped a million dollars really easily on something. I was like, other people can't do that. So, yeah, it's, uh, I get it. He's old, but why also is he the leader still? Uh, I think it just is his influence. He is, uh, the league, you know? Yeah. Oh, here's what it was. He helped pay court fees to, uh, for people in Florida who needed to pay them before they could vote. Yeah. Him. Okay. Give the Michael Jordan credit too. Yeah, Michael Jordan did that, and Michael Bloomberg. Okay, well, no one <laughs> so when I think those, are, those three guys. 
Uh, also a phenomenal athlete. A lot of people don't yeah. know. <laughs> He's only five foot one, but, you know, he could dunk. Yeah, so uh, got Muggsy Bugs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chris Paul is another one of the leaders. I think he is the leader, like the, the actual formal leader on, on this. He's also old, um, too. Yeah, well, that's that's the problem is they think the leadership is being represented by people who have already had it made, and it's not really representing the younger players of the league, but uh, we'll see how it shakes out. We still won't know. We still don't know at this moment. Maybe next week we will. I mean, it's getting, it's getting close, so <laughs> better figure this shit out. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at like a month and a half away. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, and, they, and I know a lot of uh, stuff is going on with those Sixers, huh? Yeah, they hired Doc Rivers like a month ago, and now uh, they hired a new. I think he's. I think he's, his title is going to be like president or something, some sort of thing. Uh, Daryl Morey of the Houston Rockets, who uh, left their organization last month after uh, you know their disappointing season, has uh, now joined with the Sixers, and Elton Brand will still be the GM. It just he'll report to Daryl Morey now. Um, I don't know how, what that really means, other than Morey's calling the shots here, um, and he's one of the mo- most more respected executives. So it makes sense. You're not going to hire him and not let him call the shots. I think I saw something. He's getting sixty million dollars. Not That's too like shabby. An insane deal to do this. So, um, and he's he, he's very controversial. I mean, just from a basketball standpoint, you know, he's the guy who he's emboldened Harden, and I know you hate the way Harden plays, um, but he's kind of he's been trying to reduce it to like the math of it, like what Harden does is effective, and you know, it's just that that method is uh, controversial, and be interesting to see what he's going to do with this team. Because they don't have something like Harden, they can't replicate that. Uh, but maybe he has he has a new strategy in the works here. So yeah. Now, I, uh, speaking of Harden, and maybe I, I missed. Do you think he's going to go to the Sixers? I don't think that's going to happen. That's that's what people seem to want. Is like, oh, we'll trade Embiid. We'll go for Harden straight up or something like that. I, I think I think they're going to keep him and see what they can do. That uh, you know, Maury can find some. Uh, hidden gems and give them to Doc Rivers who can get some most out of some, you know, lesser players in different situations. So I think, I think that's what they're going to go for. But again, we, we don't even know when like the actual off season will be like the free agency period. <laughs> so, yeah, this is such a mess. Yeah. It's all coming in hot. Well, I guess we'll continue to uh, keep track of that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we could be seeing some basketball here in eight weeks or six weeks or whatever it is. Well, we'll be seeing some college basketball any day now. That's kind of crazy to think about, but that is insane. Uh, when's yeah. that supposed to start up? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let me look it up. It's usually like in a week. Um, well, there's a lot of things that are usually uh, November twenty fifth. November twenty fifth is when I'll be okay. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. You're going to have some basketball uh, pretty quick here. All right, let's uh, shift gears and get into a sport that's currently in uh, in season. Yeah, the NFL is, you know, right in the middle of its season right now. We just yeah. finished week eight. Uh, kind of crazy. It's this far in already, and th- th- there's no stopping it. So what were the big things that happened this week? Uh, Joe Burrow beat the Titans. So the five and one Titans, who uh, just barely their only loss was the week be- before, 
uh, by three points to the Steelers, who were also undefeated. The Titans were looking like one of the top teams in the NFL, and uh, Joe Burrow took his lowly Bengals and uh, beat them pretty handily. That's that's exciting for the number one pick. Uh, it's definitely his brightest moment so far. So that's something to root for in Cincinnati, which they haven't had that too much of that lately. Uh, the, the Raiders also won a key game, and they're 4-3, and three, and they have a very easy schedule to uh, end the season. And it looks like they could uh, have a really good shot of returning to the playoffs there in their first Vegas year, which, if you, for, if you forgot, they're actually playing the games in Vegas in their empty uh, new stadium there. So, it looks like an air purifier. Uh, it looks like a lot of different things. It's, it's strange, but uh, I don't know. It's It's fine. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a new stadium. It's got the new stadium uh, smell. And uh, Gruden seems to have uh, figured out how to make a uh, above average offense. I don't think they're very good defensively, but they're just a they're a solid team. And I think they have a really good shot of returning the playoffs. And uh, they might not be our local team, but they are basically our local team. They are they are the most popular team still down here. So uh, that'll be exciting for their fans if it does happen. But it's still only halfway through the season, so. Yeah, there's still plenty of time. Yeah. And they're not going to win their division, I think I can uh, predict, because Patrick Mahomes is still in the division, and uh, he finally had a huge day. He hasn't had one of those huge, crazy passing days uh, yet this season, but uh, last week against the Jets, who are terrible, but still he threw for 400 yards and five touchdowns, and it's like, oh, yeah, this guy's still the best, and... uh you always have to pay attention. Simply the best. Yeah. And um, I mean, if you're watching, it's impossible to to miss him because he's on like 11 commercials now. He's really trying to. I mean, he's, he's not nearly as good as some of these other uh, people at commercials. Like Peyton Manning's still on like nine commercials per week. Yeah. Uh, even though he's been retired, but he's just so good at them. But Joe Montana is uh, popping up on some old person commercial. Well, he had the, that Skechers uh, deal for so long. I don't remember great. that one. Yeah, he was like, I walk in my Skechers all the time, and it's good for you. Pretty good. Yeah. All right, what else happened this week? Uh, the, another one of our local teams looked very bad. The Rams looked really bad in Miami. Always a difficult place to go go play a, a 10 a.m. game. Uh, and the Rams looked like they were playing a 10 a.m. game. They I think they actually ran 96 plays to Miami's 48 uh, because they just kept turning the ball over all the time. I think uh, Goff had four turnovers himself just in the first half. Uh, Just a really, really, really poor game for the Rams all around. Um, And this was Tua Tagovailoa's debut for the Dolphins. And he didn't even throw for 100 yards. And Miami still won really easily. So... Uh, and it sucked because that was the game that was on TV here because they're the local team. Just a shit game to watch. And I hate when that happens when there's no other option. They're like, well, you're stuck because the game I wanted to watch was Steelers-Ravens. This was the undefeated Steelers going against the team that had the number one seed in the AFC last year that still looks really, really good. And this matchup didn't disappoint. Steelers made some plays uh, on defense, which their defense has been the, maybe the best in the league so far. Uh, they had a big defensive touchdown, and it was close all the way. And uh, like the Steelers took a, a later lead and then held on just at the very end. And um, I wish I could have saw 
you know, start to finish. I just got to see a couple of highlights, but I mean, the Steelers are for real. This is uh, no fluke. They're seven and zero, and they've got a really good shot of winning that number one seed, which is really important this year because there's only one bye week or only one team that gets a bye week. Where in years past, the top two seeds would get a bye week. So getting that number one seed is very important. I bet Tony is pretty giddy about that somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's the promise that I think uh, it, everything's gone as uh, as good as you could have hoped for. Last year, that defense was so great, but their offense was so horrible. And it's just like, well, they just need their, their QB back and it'll all work out. And it, it absolutely has. So, yeah. I can't say I, uh, I'm too happy for all the Steelers fans because uh, uh, they've had a little, plenty of success. It's not like they've been uh, 30 years looking for a title or anything like that. But, you know. So what else? What else do I have in here? The Saints won in overtime again. I don't think the Saints are that good, but they, they win. They're 5-2. and two. Uh, Drew Brees still gets it done. He's not the best quarterback anymore. Not even close, but the team wins games close. And, I mean, I, they, they seem like a team I could see really getting upset in the first round, just like they did last year, because uh, I just don't think they're that good. I think they're at 5-2, and two, a little overrated, but I don't know. But the Bears are the ones who lost, and they've gone multiple weeks looking just really bad offensively. And I don't know what's with that team. I still think they're going to make the playoffs because their defense is really good, but... Uh, they're, they're, I, I think you can write the Bears off as a real contender. All right, what are some other teams we need to write off here? Uh, I think I told you last week that the, the Cowboys were starting a guy named... I already forgot his name, but I think his first name was Ben. Last name, Danucci. That sounds right. The third stringer. Yeah, yeah this is uh, insane. And uh, he, he performed like a fifth stringer, I think. Uh, just did nothing, absolutely nothing for the Cowboys here who... Lost by two touchdowns to the Eagles, who aren't very good at all. And uh, it, time's over for Danucci. The Cowboys have already decided they're making a move, that they're uh, bringing some other you know, quarterbacks off the streets. Um, I think Garrett Gilbert is going to be the guy who uh, played at University of Texas for about a year, uh, played with some other teams. But yeah, it's, it's, it's over for Danucci. Didn't last long, but I mean, he's going to be able to tell that story for years, like I played yeah, against the Eagles. Fame. I played. I started a game for the Dallas Cowboys against the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday Night Football. It's like no one can ever take that away from him. No, they can't. No. Okay, the last football story here that I'm going to talk about uh, is definitely the biggest story of the week in my football life, and that is the Chargers blew another big lead. This time they held a 24 to three lead with 16 minutes to go. Uh, and they ended up losing right at the, right at the end there, 31 to 30. Uh, this is the fourth consecutive week that they have lost leads of 16 points or more. And the fifth all season that they've lost double digit leads. Uh, it's basically unreal. That should never happen. If that happens twice in a year, that's really bad. And it'll keep you up at night. Like, I still think about, like, certain seasons where it's like, oh, remember that one game against the Eagles they should have won? And they were 9-7, and seven, and they would have gone 10-6. Ten, ten like, that, like this season, I don't even know how it's possible. And 
it just I, like there's been so many over the years they've had so many terrible losses, bad buzzer beaters and shit like that, penalties that fuck something up. Um, I don't know how they're doing it every single week now. It's uh, it's it's unreal, but I'm I'm just so numb to it now. You've you've you know you had a good couple of weeks, so it's okay. Yeah, I think I think I mean part of it is I I reached the mountaintop in uh, baseball fandom, so yeah, the air makes this a little there, huh? Makes this a little bit easier, uh, and then also the fact that the Chargers quarterback continues to be good every single week, and it's the rest of the team letting him down mostly. Um, I mean, this time they had two pass interference penalties uh, on the game-winning drive, including one in the end zone uh, that would have, you know, been game over if it didn't happen. And just like, why does it have to be like as painful as possible? But uh, I mean, that's that's how it, that's how it goes. I don't know what you're going to do. I think the Chargers need, just need to move on from the entire entire coaching staff, start fresh. I, I'm, I mean, it's just crazy that they this is still what they're doing when. You know, I thought like, okay, as good as Rivers was, maybe he was the problem. He's the reason they couldn't close cl- close games. Uh, that doesn't seem to be the problem because they have a new quarterback and they still have this same issue. Uh, they're on their like their fourth coach who has this issue. Uh, their second city that uh, they they brought this. They were in San Diego before and they used to blow leads. And I thought, ah, oh, maybe in L.A. Uh, you know, it's a it's more of a championship winning type city city, right? Uh, now, still. Yeah, they got to get with the times. Yeah, it's like, hey, if they only won 50% of the games that they held 16-point leads in, that would be a lot of progress. Well, I don't know. I don't think. Maybe they can turn it around. It's like they're a college team or something. Oh, speaking of college. Yes. Nice transition, Andy. So the number one team in the nation is Clemson. And uh, they they had a, a rough game this last week. They did end up winning close. Um, and it wasn't the score that's really why it was rough. is that they uh, didn't have their star quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, who uh, he got the COVID, which uh, not not surprising that a big name would, uh, would get it. But the biggest name of them all, kind of a shock. But I guess if you're Clemson, you're happy he gets it now. Uh, and that they, they were able to win that if even if they lose their next game here, which he is not going to play in, uh, they probably will still make the college football playoff and he'll be available. So I'd rather have him available at the end of the season than in these middle season games. But uh, just another reminder that it's it's there. It's always looming. You never know when a, a player is going to test positive. Yeah. yeah. And there's, be been, there's been a, a lot of jokes that... Uh, he did it to avoid the Jets because right now the Jets would be picking number one, and he is uh, most de- definitely going to be the number one player drafted this next year. I think that's uh, not a good joke, I'll say. I don't think that's the uh, best strategy to avoid the Jets. I mean, the, the fact that he got it and uh, Clemson was still able to play their games was good for them because uh, that's not what happened with the University of Wisconsin. They had to cancel last week's game and have canceled uh, this week's game as well, uh, probably no chance of making these up because uh, they had an outbreak. Um, I mean, the whole state of Wisconsin had an outbreak. If you if you uh, go look at the numbers, it's not great in Wisconsin right now. So the fact that the University of Wisconsin had an outbreak is no surprise. But um, they're they're a good team, t- so that's kind of a 
a blow. I don't know what this means for their season, which is already so compacted. Yeah, and speaking of compacted seasons, the Pac-12 starts this weekend. So that's that's our local teams. We've got uh, UCLA is playing Colorado, and USC is playing ASU. Um, it's very strange what they're going to try to fit this season in really quickly. Uh, very, very condensed, and it kind of seems more like, more than anything, this is like a, a tryout or something. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an exhibition. It's a showcase. It's not... It's like, we're doing this because we'll make some money off of it, but like this doesn't really matter. So I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll check some of these games out now that the Pac-12 is playing, but I don't know. Very weird. That I think it'll be good for like, you know, maybe some freshmen will get time that they wouldn't otherwise and now they'll be ready for next year. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's time someone's going to step up. You know, it's a little kid that's going to make a a whole thing. And he would have been on the bench polishing a helmet otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's definitely potential for a good story here. And then Disney will make a movie about it. Uh, are they allowed to do that yet? Oh, uh, this will be like 2024. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I did see... Uh, okay, this is a good segue and a really natural one, but I think I saw it was Disney who bought the rights to the life story of Randy Rosarena, the Tampa Bay... Um, star player who had this great postseason who I guess has this interesting backstory uh, coming over from Cuba. So, uh, I mean, it seems like Disney's made this movie like five times already. Yeah. Vince um, Pally, the whole deal. Yeah. It's one of those type of things. Uh, that one with John Hamm where he like recruits cricket players. Oh, never I never watched, watched it. Never watched it, but I know it exists. Um, yeah. But they, yeah, they like making those uh, coach Carter Feel good movies. Yeah, all those, yeah, positive sports movies. Um, but yeah, they're good. they're considering making one about this uh, great Tampa Bay player who came out of nowhere to have this crazy playoff run that uh, did not result in a world championship for them. The Dodgers did win. It seems like a hundred years ago at this point, but we haven't done an episode since, or a real episode since then. I did a little Dodgers special, and I hope you uh, listened to it and enjoyed it. I um, I did. I uh, enjoyed it. I, yeah. I really enjoyed going back and collecting those clips. I bet uh, you did. I didn't post like the whole thing. the The first conversation we had about the 2017 World Series, like in the middle of the World Series, where we were like going back and forth on like how are the Astros doing this? How are they so good on offense? And Tony's like, I think they're juicing the balls. Uh, but as we know, uh, they, they were just cheating, just straight up cheating. Um, and it was fun that we were like, it was driving me mad. And we we're trying to figure out how is this? How is this happening? Look, you guys were on the mark. Yeah, well, we knew. I mean, I, I knew I said this isn't baseball. I said it emphatically. Um, but this year, I think it was baseball. It was it was good baseball. And the best team won. The Dodgers finally got it done. And validates you know the last eight years of my baseball watching life congratulations uh, again andy yeah thank you it's it was so you a ring aren't they they really should um because I've, I've been through i've been through it all i think like i don't remember the last time when we talked about it yeah it was after the dodgers had that crazy game that they blew um but I was, you know, I was always, I was still nervous, but they, you know, they just, they won game six there, which uh, there's no reason to talk about the, everything that happened in that game because 
I think every sports radio show in the world talked about what happened with the yeah. Rays pulling the pitcher early and should they have done that, all that stuff. It's like it's so far in the past. Um, so I just want to talk about the actual victory that happened and just seeing Clayton Kershaw come in from the bullpen and just kind of finally realize like, oh my God, it's done. It happened. It was like, I, I don't know if you were, you might, I don't think you're a fan of these, these films, but the end of the Lord of the Rings when, you know, the ring finally goes in the lava and then it like pretends to not burn up and then it does finally fall in there and it's like, it's over. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw that. Oh, well that's, you should, they're great films. Uh, <laughs> I think most people have seen them and understand that scene where it's just like, oh my God, it's, it's more, more relief than joy. And then, then the joy happens later and they got to uh, celebrate. Um, but I'll, one of the, the really big stories from this whole thing was that with two innings left in the game, Justin Turner, who's been their like their offensive leader uh, of the team for, you know, this run, a local guy went to Cal State Fullerton, just kind of like one of the more popular guys on the team. He just got pulled with two innings left in the game. They were, they were about to win. Very strange. And then like a minute after the game was over, the Fox people came with a report like, oh, he got pulled because his test came, results came back and he tested positive for COVID. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's insane because like, had the Dodgers not won that game, what happens? And I still don't know whatever happened. Like, I thought like, okay, well, the whole team has to have it now, right? That's how that works. If he had it and he was doing baseball shit around everyone, how do you not give it to everyone else? Yeah. But it doesn't seem like that's what happened. Or maybe if, if it did, they're just not telling people. They have no obligation to tell anyone at this point. I just hate how everyone's so like, oh, how dare he? He's belittling a virus. It's like, yeah, it's a cold. He's yeah, a I think. He's a 30-year-old guy. He's fine. Yeah, I think it was a little crazy. That's For me, it's like they're already exposed. Uh, you know, whatever he's doing is not going to, uh, you know, probably make a difference. There's like, well, what if he gives it to this person? He gives it to this person. And that, that, that I mean, that's the real risk of this thing. It's not. That's the circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this moment was bigger than that. And I guess I, you could understand if there's people who are innocent in this. If you're like some relief pitcher and you're like, no, I want to go see my uh, 90-year-old dad tomorrow. And now you just potentially expose me that's a problem but well you're a uh, pitcher well just at that point then just just deal with it take the two weeks take take all the precautions afterwards and let this guy enjoy the moment the guy who's absolutely deserved it yeah it would, it would suck to have him be robbed of those moments like the the team pictures that they're taking and he's like i gotta be out there for the team picture i can't be erased from history here um yeah you would you'd find him not even be on the team next season if that happened <laughs> You're like yeah, that and, scene in uh, Back to the Future, like he just wouldn't exist. Yeah. And uh, there were people calling for like a 70-game suspension for him. Like he, you know, put everyone at risk. And uh, I call for uh, those people <laughs> to be canceled from their lives that are pathetic. Well, I like how that they, they were saying he might have put like all the all the fans in the stands put him at risk. And it's like, how the fuck do you think he got this shit? Yeah. <laughs> You're inviting these people into the building. Like it's like it's not him putting people at risk. Like you put him at risk. Now we live in Mamby Pambyville these days, Andy. All right. Congratulations well, one more time, Andy. It's over. <laughs> um, it was worth it. You've 
finished all your celebrations? Yeah. I mean, the the real test will be next year. How will I feel next year knowing that they've already won and there's not that, like, dread, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't ever take this one away. It's always there. So, if they lose, it's just like, well, there you go. They lost. And then that happens. There's always next year. Because, like, that ninth inning, even though they were up by two, it was still a lot of nerves for me. But will I still feel that way? I think you will. It's not like I the season not. starts I, back up tomorrow where it's still fresh. It's going to wear off that feeling. And you're going to want it again, damn it. But I'm not I'm not greedy. I'm not selfish. But you're a human. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Still a long way away. Yep. You get to enjoy it for now. Anything else we uh, want to add to the sports one? Yeah, that wraps it up for me. It's been short and sweet, and uh, it'll get longer as more uh, sports start back up. But until next time, I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Off-Road World Series champion Andy. Thank you. See you later.